tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Natalie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record the intro. So grab a snack and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. This is episode eight, and thanks for being here again. Um, yeah, we're very excited. This is going to be a really fun episode. Um, we have two very important people on the episode, on the podcast today. But before we go into all of that, we do have some quibbles, as always. The first one is from Bobby, my homie, as he likes to call me. Um, it's it's talking about, um, I forgot his first name. Is it David? Gog- yeah. David. No, no, yeah. David, I said Goggins because we had no idea how to say his last name, but he corrected me. It's Goggins. I screamed at my radio. Goggins. Goggins like goggles. So my bad, Bobby. My bad, David. I doubt you listen to this podcast, but there's well, an apology out there for you. Technically... Bobby does because he's the one that submitted the quibble. Just to clarify, right? But I'm, you know, I'm saying sorry to Bobby and to David, but I doubt David even knows we exist. Maybe. All right. The next quibble is from Brandon. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna let Natalie. I'm gonna let Natalie take over this quibble. So annoying. So first of all, I made a comment in episode seven, which was our exercise or extra for rise episode and I was talking about responsibility of my body and I made the comment in the episode and said that my boobs are not Brandon's responsibility my butt is not Brandon's it is not his body blah 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 well mister over here decided to throw a big quibble at us on this one (laughs) and I quote said well I'm marrying you so if it's not mine who else is it (laughs) and I told you he was gonna say that Natalie and I were texting and I was like 10 bucks Brandon's gonna have something to say (laughs) because it he just couldn't not say something couldn't help it on that one and within what, like two hours of that, he oh, yeah. blew up the text message. Yep. <laughs> so so the table is fixed. Okay. Sorry, Brandon. It's all right. So our third and last quibble, we were talking about beach body programs and how they can be a little restrictive. Granted, Natalie and I have only done one of the programs, which is the 21-day fix and how the nutrition plan that's attached to it. Um, is you like containers are used to measure out your portions of carbs, proteins, fats, and whatever. Um, but there is a new program out there. I don't remember what it's called, but um, Melissa, if you're listening, hi, Melissa, uh, Melissa with a Y. Uh, she said there's a program now that focuses more on your relationship with food and not so much on like how much you're eating. Um, so if you are interested in something like that, there is something uh, out there for you, which is really nice. It is really nice. And it's nice because kind of what we had mentioned in episode seven is that, or at least Allie had made the comment, that health 
can be broken into two different aspects, which are like your physical health and your mental health. And Melissa was a rock star and contacted us um, telling us about um, the program, which the official name of it is the Beachbody to be mindset. And like Ali had mentioned, it focuses on your relationship with food and kind of takes a more holistic approach to it. So exciting that they've expanded their brand to now include that side of things, which is the mental side of your weight loss journey. For sure. So now, guys, to the main event, everybody and their mother (laughs) asked for these two people to be on the podcast. And Natalie and I, like, we aren't ones to um, ignore requests such as this. So without further ado, please help us in welcoming Brian and Brandon to the podcast. (laughs) What's up? What it do, yo? What it do? (laughs) DJ B. Dizzle on the track. You know it. Um, <laughs> just so you guys know, he downloaded essentially a mixing software onto the computer and was legit DJing in the office as DJ B Dizzle. Oh my god! Ones and twos. So it's hot. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so let's do some introductions. Um, so the. Uh, our followers, our listeners, our friends, our family can get to know you guys a little bit better before we dive into these questions that we got. So let's have Brandon go first. Oh, damn. <laughs> Under pressure, DJ B. Dizzle. You put him on the spot. <laughs> well, okay, go ahead. My name's Brandon. What's up? Uh, oh, man, I don't, even, I don't even really know what to say here. Oh man, you really threw him off. Yeah, threw me off. I was thinking to go first. Man, you're gonna mess me up. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, I got you, man. I'm I'm, I'm a groomsman. I can jump in. You need me to jump yeah, in? I, I'm, you know, I might need that in a second. I think I, I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna try. All right, but, I'm uh, I got your back. I appreciate it, man. At least somebody does right now. Um, <clears throat> so I'm uh. About to be marrying this sweet young lady next to me. Oh, don't even play. Oh, you, yeah. you were just over here. How many issues could I list off on this podcast? There, there was no recording of that, so um, I'm going to call false on that one. Um, <laughs> I, I am nothing but a sweetheart and a gentleman. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> this is all ridiculous already. I, I don't even know what she would think that I would say that was mean mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. I, uh, oh man, you know, I don't really know what to say about what myself. What do you do? Well, I, uh, I work for a, uh, manufacturing company. Okay. I, uh, help out in the warehouse and send everything out. Before that, I was a, a cop for several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back the, the blue, everyone. Yeah, Back the blue. Dibbled that for a little bit. Um, and, uh, Yeah. What kind of things do you like to do in your free time? Well, besides being constantly busy by you, um, I like to uh, watch sports. I'm definitely a sports fanatic. I, uh, I like to work on projects, so building a house. Um, you also like to cook. 
I do like to cook. Well, you know, yeah. see the thing about liking to cook and having to cook is two different things. That's true. I, I mean, I love to cook, but I mean, I, when you got to cook for the whole, you know, our our family over here. Okay, I want to interject on this because the statement has me triggered already. So, first of all, homeboy doesn't trust my cooking. There's a very big there's a I'm not even gonna lie. Thank you. Thank you. There's a very big difference in this story because I have no issue cooking, but he insists on handling the cooking because I maybe burned rice one time and he has never let that down. Well, let me let me go ahead and keen in on that burning the rice. This is why, as some of y'all don't know, she is quote unquote a hundred percent Puerto Rican. <laughs> so by that, she should know how to cook the most essential item of the Spanish culture, and that is rice. And when I walk into a house and she is literally burning the rice and says, oh, it's okay. And then when I turn the rice and stir it, it is black. Oh and let me God. just say, it's not. it wasn't like a black rice or whatever. No, it was white rice. And she burned the white rice. And that's when I said, you know what? I'll take over for cooking right now. Warning signs. Natalie right? also doesn't want... follow. She doesn't follow recipes well. Okay, Allie. No <laughs> one was asking for this story. To be Sorry. I'm, not, okay. I'm yeah, just going to leave it at that. I just want to say, in my defense, I like cooking more than baking because nobody has time to measure that shit out. And I'm just a free bird, man. Honestly, Natalie, you didn't bake anything. It was like mixing the ingredients and putting it in the fridge. <laughs> you poured it all into a bowl and you mix it. It what asked is- for like half a cup of coconut oil. And she's like, this whole jar will work. And she poured <laughs> all of it in there. It and I'm like, the oh, ratio's was a little off. And she's it- like, this tastes disgusting. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you put way too much coconut oil in there. Okay, so in case anyone's wondering what the hell we're talking about, Allie had convinced me into trying to make fat bombs, and I really didn't want to make them normally. So I was just like, I'm just going to do my own thing. Throw all the can of almond butter into the pot and mix that bad boy up. Mm. And it was delicious. So anyway, I sent me a picture of a broken spoon. She froze it and she's like, I can't even get it out. And I'm like, it's supposed to be in the fridge, not the freezer. But anyway, um, your turn, uh, Brian. Oh, is that, are we done with Brandon? Sorry. Okay. We're done we're, with Brandon. We're taking it done. off. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. I just want you guys to know there's, there's a lot more to Brandon than, than what he gave us just now. Thank oh. you. I appreciate that. Oh. But everything you said, I mean, it's right on for the most part. Um, so I'm Brian. I'm 32. Um, I am. I've been with Allie for going on five years now. Tomorrow. So Monday. So yesterday, because this will come out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The eighth. Um, five years together. I'm a speech and language pathologist. I work with the geriatric population. Um, when I'm not doing that, I enjoy working out, Olympic lifting, pretty much anything outdoors. I like to kind of just go with the flow. Um, so I found a girlfriend that likes to plan everything out. <laughs> so, um, I was like hard. to beat my head like, against literally. the rock. <laughs> In the planner, color-coded with stickers. Yeah. That is Allie. For me, I'm <laughs> Opposites <just> attract. 
but but it's good. So yeah, that's uh that's me in a nutshell. Oh, and I also play video games. Love the Bucks. Despise the Gators. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> man, I might have to rethink this groomsman you, thing, oh, man. Yeah. Nice. Shots fired. Man. Um, I would also like to say Brian likes to play phone games. So like he doesn't just play video games. He's also on his phone a lot. And he's always like, you're always on your phone. How come you're not paying attention to me? I look over and he's playing either some Star Wars game on his phone, Woo. Harry Potter on his phone, it's or a little golf game, I think, or something with swords. Greens for days. I don't, I'm just like, what are you doing? And then I'm like, oh, does that cost money? And he's like, if you get to a certain level. And I was like, are you at that level? And he's like, I paid money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but to be like totally fair, the Harry Potter one of those three is totally defensible. So that is a necessity in one's life. I've really increased my um my spell vocabulary tenfold. It's it's been really nice. It's like the Rosetta Stone of Harry Potter. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think he knows more spells than I do. <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. Brian, what house are you in? <gasps> what? Your house in Harry Potter. Gryffindor. <laughs> right? uh, yeah. Two Gryffindors <laughs> and two Hufflepuffs. Allie, yes, you were still a Hufflepuff. Even I'm a true, uh, you know, this is like a Cedric Diggory and Cho Chang type thing. Only Brian is Cho Chang and I'm Cedric Diggory. Um, yeah, yeah. Good old useless ass Cho. Whatever. She was given that Verita serum. What is it? Is that how you say it? Oh, I think you were right. serum and it wasn't her fault. And you know what? In the book, it wasn't even her. It was her friend. Oh, terrible. What a loser. Tangent. Okay. Back on track, guys. Sorry. So I got to ask you, Brian, because this was a quibble from last week that we put out into the interwebs for our listeners to reply to. Mm Mm-hmm. But you had submitted a quibble and said that there are societal expectations for men in place. And I actually had said, or I put as a question, is it really, are there really expectations in place for men to look a certain way? Because, you know, we've been talking about body image and we've been talking about, you know, like that and tying it to confidence and ultimately all these topics that we've been kind of going through the last couple weeks. But I said, I was like, some guys are really happy with rocking dad bods, like 300%. They wake up, they feel great. So from your perspective, explain a little bit more about your quibble that you had submitted last week. Okay. Um, it's, it, it's kind of a simple question, but a very complex answer in, in my opinion, because um, when we look at advertisements, when we look at the way that men are portrayed, you know, in commercials and things like that, you know, we see, we see guys drinking Bud Light on the beach and, and, you know, spiking the volleyball and they have a perfect six pack abs. They've got a great car. They've got all these sort of things like that. Yeah. Those things can come to you, but they don't come when you're drinking a 12 pack of Bud Light. They don't come to you when you're doing all those sort of things. So it's kind of, they expect you to be able to do everything and look a certain way at the same exact time. The swerve in all of this is that we can show up not quite looking the part and get the job done, and we don't necessarily 
care what the expectation is at the end of the day. Some, some men, a lot of men can, can separate that aspect of the pressure of what they look like and show up and be like, well, I'm functional. I meet my standards. I'm okay with this. Hmm. So uh, that was a little convoluted. You, well, no, I, I think it's an interesting perspective on it, but I'm curious to hear Brandon's because he was nodding his head over here in agreement. I absolutely agree. Um, a hundred percent. Uh, especially, especially when you're trying, um, trying to everyday life pretty much, you know, I know before, before me and Nat started dating, just the dating world alone, when you're single as a guy trying to go out there and to find a partner, 90% of the times when you're going out these places, women don't look at you with a dad bod. You have to be more fit or skinnier in times. I, I know many guys as well that are <clears throat> some friends that just have a hard time dating because women won't even look their way because they might be a little bit overweight or whatever the case may be. But here's what I'm going to ask you guys. And this might be like a conversation for another time, but I remember in school that I, I think it was one of my psych classes actually, that was essentially saying uh, or talking about a study where a group of couples was given a number from one to 10, right? And both the women in the group were given a number from one through 10 and the men were each given a number from one through 10. And so what they were trying to test is if people of similar compositions or physical appearance are naturally attracted to one another. And the study actually came out in being just that. So like the tens paired with the tens, the nines paired with the nines. So do you think that for like a guy that feels like denial and I hate to sound kind of like bitchy and saying this, but like, do you think that a guy that feels like he's denied in the dating world, do you think that he's trying to like go after something that's not like really realistic for him? Or is that just kind of like a shady thing for me to even ask? Because here's the thing, like there's some people that just might genuinely be out of your league. And if you're chasing them nonstop, then of course you're going to feel alone in, in the dating world there's just not a natural match there see see i don't know because i i mean like i said when you when you're out there trying and everything else i know there's girls from all different sizes that a lot of times doesn't matter what size the woman they will still go for the nines tens and all that kind of stuff instead of you know say uh four or five whatever on a guy i mean it's it is a society difference. Now I look at it like when you go to a party, all right, do you want to bring a six pack to a party or do you want to bring a keg to a party? <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I've been rocking the keg for a little bit because you know, we're tons of fun. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, Nat. Um, yes, there is a, there is an issue with some people. I mean, I think, the person that's delusional, I, I guess you want to say delusional at times of, of shooting for a person that's out of their quote league or out of their number system because there's a number system in place. Yeah. There's always going to be, be, be people that are like, yeah, man, I don't want that girl. She's, she's a four or five and I need a nine. I deserve a nine. It's like, buddy, you, one of your eyes is literally on the side of your head. <laughs> um, you don't have a right ear and one of your legs is shorter than the other, which I, I'm sorry if there are people that are out there like that, but 
yes, of course you have to stay in your lane sometimes. You're not going to be a bum trying to date a millionaire, just like you're not going to be a model trying to date a squib. A squib. A squib. <laughs> These hair um, I just, references. <laughs> I just think that even the scale that we're using, a one to a ten, like what defines a ten? Mm-hmm. Like above six feet, six pack, like biceps, you know, like what, what defines a 10? Mm-hmm. So like to me, a 10 is one thing. And then to Natalie, a 10 is something else or to Brandon or to Brian. So I even think like using numbers like that isn't necessarily like um, like an even playing field. And kind of on that topic, I had someone say, do you think um, – when you first meet someone, do you believe in love at first sight? Oh. And I said, no, I don't believe in love at mm-hmm. first sight because you are physically attracted to somebody first mm-hmm. and then you get to meet them and then they're funny, they're kind, they're compassionate. You know, they save a kitten with you. Like all of these things now attract you like with, by their characteristics and their personality. So even if like they're, on eight, you're still going to be attracted to them. But what keeps you there is the personality, like the other half of the it. chemistry. You know I mean? Yeah. The mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah. So that's another topic for another day. Yeah. But, um, I just think the scale from a one to 10 is, is super, um, problematic. Hold on. Pause real quick without giving any thought to it, but to drive the point home in terms of our standards of attraction are different. Brian, top girl celebrity crush, go. Oh, God, Jessica Biel. Oh! <laughs> I think Brandon. Mila Kunis. Oh, she is gorgeous. <laughs> She'll work. She, you can throw her in. Brandon, same question. Oh, I, see, mine's, mine's going to be way off. It's going to be a crush that I've had for since I was young. I know where uh, this is going. No, no, it's going to be uh, Claire Danes. Ooh, I get it. Dang, I thought he was going to say Adina Menzel. Oh, Adina Menzel is definitely my chick. Uh, yeah, all day long. She's but... got jaw for days. Exactly. She could, she, could, she could stick out her bottom teeth like, and catch rainwater with it. Exactly. <laughs> but and, I love but, her. I love her. Sing her heart out. Sing... To me, baby. That's mm. all I gotta say. Claire you know, Danes. I also just want to point out that Jessica Biel is everything that I'm not. What are you talking about? They're both hot. Like, <laughs> so, Jessica Biel? Yeah. I don't think she's attractive at all. Oh. That's why she's not your, she's not your girl. She's mine. <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> but that just drives the point home that attraction is different to Allie's point. So... Oh, Brian so, has yeah, something to say. Speaking of, um, my girlfriend has a, a tendency to be attracted to men um, <laughs> that look nothing like me. And um, they actually look like almost the opposite to me and, and are almost borderline unattractive. And it makes me really feel strangely about myself. I'm just going to leave that there. We can move on. Hold on. I think I know where that's going. And just so you guys know, that character is like – super hot to me too so. <laughs> which, all right which I'll, 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 i'm gonna tell you right here if you watch game of thrones Don't he is a wildling yes i know you're not talking about him but i'm talking about him his name is tormund is it tormund yes tormund he's 
the red-headed wildling. Yes. He is the best. I, that's all I could truly say. But Brian is talking about, I have this odd attraction to Kylo Ren, like the, 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 the man who plays Kylo Ren and also the man who plays Loki. Is that his name? Loki. Loki? Not Loki, but Loki. Loki, whatever. Anyway, I don't know. It's, it's again, their personalities, right? Because, like, physically, they're not attractive. They're just... They, they both have, kind they of have, the same. They, they have BDE. Oh. oh, my. Moving they, right along. In case anybody didn't know, because the first time I heard Allie say this, I had to Google it myself. <laughs> BDE literally stands for, and you can look it up on the interwebs, Big Dick Energy. And when I read that, I'm not kidding you, I almost threw my phone because I wasn't expecting that to happen at all. So, in case anyone didn't know, I'm now glad you know. clarified that because that could be in somebody's search engine at work. And that could be really, <laughs> really Thanks for them. <laughs> so the HR the next day. <laughs> um, BDE is an energy of one that exudes confidence without cockiness. If you don't want to look it up, there you go. That's what it is. Um, both of those characters are kind of cocky, but again, debatable for another day. But like they're just confident in their abilities. Okay, fair. Fair. All right. Okay. So let's bring on the questions for both of you. So Brandon, actually we'll start. We'll start with Brandon. So, and then Brian can answer. What do you think about the podcast so far? Honestly, I think it's great. I mean, I text y'all every, every week, pretty much letting you know what's going on. What, from, the, from the start to the finish, um, I, I've liked everything that y'all have done. I think y'all are in sync. Y'all can tell that y'all are truly have a good friendship going on. Um, and that y'all have some pretty good information that you're giving out. Thanks. Go ahead, Brian. Um, Fired. I've been pushing for this for a while. Allie getting her uh, podcast off the, off the ground. Um, so I'm stoked that like day one of them recording, day one of them actually having me- you, you two having meetings together, working with each other. Um, I was extremely happy to know that you guys were really starting to take those steps towards getting this off the ground. And it's been fantastic. I'm really excited for you guys and uh, can't wait to see where it's going to go in the future. Yay. So out of curiosity, though, with listening to the episodes, have you guys heard anything or have you guys learned something about us from us doing this podcast that you didn't know beforehand? I, I think um, because of your own personal experience, like you remember how things happen in your relationship from your own personal perspective. And yes, like you talk about them, you discuss them later on. Maybe they come up when you're sitting around a coffee table or around a dinner table. But to hear the two of you talk about your own personal experiences and the things that we have a perspective and an opinion on, um, it's, it's been pretty cool to, it's been cool and nerve wracking at the same time. I found myself yelling at my radio, driving to work, like, that is not how this happened. I can't wait to quibble this. Like, I'm just like so much angst. But it's, it's been, um, yeah, it's been neat to, to hear your perspective on things. Cool. I agree 100% on that. I don't know how many times that I've been at work listening to it and just wanted to scream. And I, that's when I usually send a text message to, well, both of you last week. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, and I have to say also that it's cool to see both of your sides and um, 
a, a woman's perspective. Because, I mean, coming from a guy's perspective, we think one way. And to hear a woman's perspective on things, it's kind of nice. So I'm just going to say that that is like the biggest sigh of relief for me. Because when we were putting together the show notes this week, Allie asked me like, hey, is there something specific that you wanted to ask? And I really wanted to hear your take on this. Because I thought your responses were going to be something to the effect of like, we realize you guys have a lot of baggage, (laughs) like have a lot of baggage or like, you know, we see you as being like these confident, you know, strong women, but in reality, like you guys sound like you're not that way. So it's like a relief that you've actually taken some positive vibes away from the episodes because I feel like we're unpacking like really heavy shit, like shit that a lot of women want to talk about, but they can't or they don't have the right people to communicate it with. So I think for us, like every single week coming on to the podcast, I, you know, I told multiple people it's like therapy for me because we're really, or at least I'm really getting out things that I've had in my chest for years. I mean, like, Literally before the um, body image episodes, Allie like psychoanalyzed me, like psychoanalyzed me and unintentionally, it just came out. And so getting to like kind of express that, it puts us both in like a vulnerable state, but it's like a huge relief that you guys being our partners, like don't see us any differently because of that. Like you still accept us and still accept who we are from the inside and the out, regardless if we've had like our good days and our bad days. So I think for me, that's been like a huge relief in hearing you say that. Cause I was concerned like, Oh, we have a changed perspective on you guys, but it's nice to know that you don't. We kind of like you. (laughs) I mean, I think it's Brian has definitely helped me like communicate better in a way that if I'm unhappy or if I'm sad, I'm not, ashamed to like let those feelings out like I cry in front of Brian all the time and it could be about anything and it's he's never once made me feel bad about feeling whatever I'm feeling you know and I think that gives me a lot of freedom to talk about like what I'm going through or what I've been through and um and not feel like I mean, I obviously still have like a vulnerability hangover after I like post something on Instagram or we talk about it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm not ashamed about the things that have happened or the things that I've done or, or whatever, because who's going to judge me? No one, because I'm sure someone out there can relate to what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and me holding back and me not being comfortable expressing it's another wall that eventually I'm going to have to break through. And Brian's helped me break down so many walls and barriers and I mean, I'm annoying. Like there's no doubt I'm annoying. And, and my, my job is to be an exceptional communicator. So I, I'm going to be annoying. If I can see it on your face, I'm going to push you until you eventually pop and let me know what's going on with you. And right. we've had a lot of those coming to Jesus's where we sit down and let it all out. And I know what I'm getting into. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, there was never um, a, 
what's the word? Any, I wasn't never misleading as far yeah. as like what, yeah, no who I am. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. Like I feel, I feel like with you guys and I think, I mean, Ali, I'm probably going to speak for you, but I feel confident to speak for you in this statement. Like I think you knowing you guys have been in our corner. Oh, I'm low key getting emotional over here, but knowing that you guys have been in our corner not just for this endeavor, but like everything that we've been through. I mean, you guys, if you can't pick up those that are listening, like we're a really close group. Like we really, I mean, we were just hanging out last night together. So, you know, we've been through. (laughs) They're going to be in our wedding. Yeah. Like they're (laughs) going to be in our wedding. Like we're a tight knit group and like we've only become that way because we've been able to be vulnerable with each other. And, you know, I think for Allie and I, like, knowing that you guys have been in our corner through everything, it's really motivated us and inspired us to feel confident in this endeavor. Because it is, like, very risky and, you know, um, kind of an insecure feeling to just put yourself out there every single week. But knowing that you guys love us no matter what we say, no matter what we do, like, it keeps inspiring us to, like, want to keep moving forward with this. So, yeah. I mean, that's something that we were talking about the other day, like, you know, sometimes like your close friends or friends that you think are in your corner and they might not be like a hundred percent, you know, whether it's, they don't listen to the podcast or they don't support mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z that you're doing. Just knowing that both of you guys like listen and care, like mean so much um, to both of us and just, like it's freeing to be able to express ourselves knowing that we have both of yours support. Mm-hmm. Um, that alone, like I don't care if anybody else listens to the podcast that's like really close to me that I think should be supporting me. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that both of you guys do is just, is really cool. It inspires us. Yeah, for sure. So while we're all on the subject of being touchy feely and emotional over here, Ryan, I want you to tell me from your perspective the first time you met Allie. We heard oh. uh, <laughs> we heard a few episodes back from the female's perspective. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear the man's perspective now because shit might be a little different here. Well, I'll, it's, it's a long story, so I'll just kind of try to summarize it a little bit. Um, a friend of hers brought her to a gathering where there was a wolf pack of 20 some odd year old guys. Um, me being one of them at the time, at the time I was still in my twenties. Those were the days. (laughs) Um, but we had just finished up a volleyball tournament and her friend was sacrificing her to this wolf pack of boys. Um, and I was pretty drunk at the time very and and i thought why don't i save her from all the bullshit she's being fed currently because i'm i'm the perfect candidate currently right now with all five of the long islands i had drank already i mean those are pretty delicious so yeah i mean they're like juice you can you can really swoop in and save somebody with a lot of grace when you have that much liquor running through your veins the knight in shining armor was slightly inebriated. <laughs> he was ready. So <laughs> I swoop in with a handshake and a, hey, how's it going? 
and she fired back with a what was your name again i'm sorry but <laughs> who are you like just like that like i'm what like like just First every of all, bit i am eh. not that nasally eh. today i am because i'm a little uh sick normally <laughs> i'm not just just feel that deep inside. And that's, that's what it felt like inside. I was just like, who am I? Who am I really? Like it, ma- it made me contemplate life. It was horrible. So I was like, well, I'm going to go back to my side of the table, but it's Brian. Really <laughs> Next day, she actually shows back up at the second day of our tournament. Um, and uh, she wanted to talk to me. She's like, hey, that's a really, that's a really hot tattoo you have there. Okay, hold on. Hold on. First of all, it's like a little twist. <laughs> like, add a little flavor. Hold on. So I showed up at 7.30 in the morning, and I sat down in the bleachers, which you've already said in the podcast. Like There was, right. there was this whole wall of bleachers. So I sat down you know, and a little on the one of the sides and he chose to sit right next to me. <laughs> and then I said, Hey, I like your tattoos. Not those are hot tattoos. What? I'm not going to say that. I said, I really like your tattoos. He, was, and he said, thanks. And walked away. That's we were warming up to play university of Pittsburgh. So I was a little bit, a little amped up. It was go time. Some some girls trying to talk to me about tattoos and eating Chinese food. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't got time for this. I gotta go bang balls. Well, so actually, if any, <laughs> oh, sorry, the banging balls comment really threw me right there. But if anyone listened to episode three, I think it was, I don't know, it was either two or three. Probably, Allie had two. mentioned mentioned this endeavor. And um, it's really funny that you actually bring it up because she said on the podcast that when you stood her up and were just like, I'm Brian and walked away, Allie was like, that was like the most attractive thing ever. She was ready to have a ring put on it, like the whole nine yards. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. You you brought the swoon, my friend. So whatever. Brian said thanks and walked away. Listen, and I was like, you know what? F this guy. I don't need this. When I showed up at the volleyball tournament the next day and she was there at 730, I was like, got him. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you knew she was in love. It was it. I knew it. I had it. So <laughs> it hold on. Over. Brian's only told me this once, so I'm not sure if he's actually lying. So I left. Because I was like, you know, I had other plans because, you know, I'm a busy person. And um, you're desirable. Right, right, right. Because my Facebook profile said it. Um, <laughs> but he said that he looked over to the bleachers to see if I was there. And then I wasn't. And he was sad. But I want to, like, com- confirm. I don't know. I looked over to the bleachers. She wasn't there. And I ended up having the best game of my college career Shut um, up. I ended up with five blocks 10 kills and three digs although truly now i think i am it. a bad luck charm because every <laughs> game that i go to they lose and every game that i'm not there they like win the whole tournament true story <laughs> so I, i'm not going back oh my god that's literally hilarious <laughs> no distractions no distractions oh. maybe that's it 
Um, okay, Brandon, from your point of view, I want to know about um, y'all's first date because we've heard from Natalie, mm -hmm. but I, I definitely want to hear from you if, it, if it's the same. Oh, it's well, it's gonna be kind of the same how Brian was. I knew I had it. I oh mean, my god. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't take much. I, I, knew, I knew I had it in the bag. I, I mean, it didn't take much at all. Um, the first day. <laughs> oh, my God. You made me sound like such a low-ball, cheap date. It didn't take much at all. A couple of fried pickles and mozzarella sticks. And yeah, I mean, truly. You got it. You got it, right, Brandon? Yeah, that's it. I mean, my game was on point. I, I think I spent like 15 bucks. I mean, that, <laughs> truly, I – Hey, look at here. I'm about to get married. I'm about to fall out of my chair <laughs> thinking you're so suave over here. Oh my God. <laughs> no, actually, honestly, um, I mean, truly, I'm going to be a little sentimental here and I hate to be that way. But uh, I, I remember getting ready to go to the date and I was all excited because, um, I mean, I, I had a lot of a lot of bad dates in the past. And, um, this one just seemed like it was, it was the right one. And I remember getting ready and I pulled into the parking lot and I remember seeing her drive by. It was kind of rainy. And as soon as she got out, I was like, yep, this is, uh, this is the one. Yeah, for sure. Aww. And, uh, and I remember, um, going and we got uh, some food and whatnot and it just, it just was like a connection that I, I, I've never had before. Mm. Um, just being able to talk to somebody and just uh, connect and just joke. And it just seemed like it was. Shoot the shit with. That's it. It was like, it was so smooth. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a tension. Like, you know, your first dates are real tense and all oh, yeah. kinds of stuff. It was not like that at all. It was like, just it almost like we had been dating for a while and yeah. it just, it was nice. Well, and then on top of that, I mentioned it in the previous episodes when you did the dart bullseye to my heart. Oh yeah. That was that right there. Yeah. That, that was suave and that, yeah, that I knew, I knew as soon as I made that, that dart. Yeah. That it was, you go ahead and put the ring on and seal the deal right then and there right in the bullseye like he wasn't even looking right wasn't he wasn't even looking. even looking wasn't even looking you god could not have planned that any more than he did in that moment brandon like i don't know whose face was more surprised his or mine because i wasn't surprised he was, she was surprised i wasn't i knew that it was going in the bullseye i you know professional uh darts <laughs> player back in the day you know what i mean just i, I knew it was perfect and I just like, you know what? Let me go ahead and seal this deal up real quick. Bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. That's setting yourself up. You're like, God, just do this for me. She's going to think it's a sign. It's going to seal the deal. <laughs> and we're in. Hand and God. That's and it. we're in. We're in. And here we are. Wow. Get married in eight. Nope. Seven oh. months. I know she keeps telling me I can't back out, so yeah, you I can't. guess I'm I guess I'm here to stay. So. Um our fur children are destroying the hallway right now because we just heard a loud crash over here. So yeah, you, you you're locked in, man. We got another dog. Yeah. It's it's locked in now. So I'm stuck. Yeah. Rescue me. She so, beats that was me. a beautiful story, by the way. Speaking <laughs> of beautiful, Brian, 
and beautiful stories. I want to know who said the three little words first. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. That's really sweet. Uh, I've always thought you were nice, Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, in all honesty, in all honesty, it was me, 100%. No, that's that's an easy one. I um, <clears throat> I come from a family that that were very outspoken about the way that we feel. We're passionate. We let everybody know the way that we feel about them, whether they're a friend, an acquaintance, uh, an enemy at the post office that we see. We're gonna let you know. Um, and if it's gonna, if I'm going away for something, then I'm darn sure gonna let you know how I feel. So I was heading to um, men's nationals in Arizona. Mm. and um, Allie was driving me and dropping me off for my flight, and I gave her a big old kiss, gave her a hug, and said, I love you, and I was like, bye. I just dropped the mic on her right there. I walked away, didn't even give her a chance to respond. She stands there on the curb waiting to get hit by a truck. (laughs) I just (laughs) left it there. It was perfect. But she had to know. What if my what if my plane crashed? What if we blew up? She had to know that I loved her. She oh. had to know, and I, and I knew it already at that point. And I was oh. like, "And it's this opportunity." We weren't even dating for that long. Whammy. I don't think because I still hadn't graduated. I'm not worried about the time thing. My parents got engaged after, or my dad asked her to marry him after two weeks. They're still together. Mm. Time That's is awesome. just a number. That's that, beautiful. That is awesome. That oh. Um, I would just like to say something to that story. Brian didn't say, I love you. Like that clear. <laughs> it was almost like his subconscious took over and it was like, I love you. And then he just like ran away. <laughs> no. Because I stood like there. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can rebuttal here in a second. Literally just shoot, zipped off. And I just stood there like, uh what like i didn't think i heard it correctly and i was sure as hell not going to ask him to repeat it so i got back in my car and i was like that didn't happen i just you know drove home and then when he came back i was like um i just like (laughs) you know like ask like um did you like say that thing and he's like what thing and i'm like oh nothing never mind (laughs) but i just like didn't i didn't i was so nervous But oh then it was God. confirmed. And even he was just like, I didn't know that was going to come out of, like, my mouth. He kind of said it like Harry Potter when he was trying to get to Diagon die Alley by <laughs> flu powder. But Diagon Alley. Diagonity. <laughs> and ended up in Nocturne Alley. Yeah. That's um, pretty much how it was. No, no. It actually happened the way I said it. It was way cooler. Um, time slowed down. Her head exploded. Um, I believe it doves all sorts of stuff fireworks just immediate yeah. fireworks um john wick entered oh, a dog oh Crazy stop stuff. oh everything yeah. was in slow motion everything was in slow motion the stars were aligned it was like a guy Ritchie film no but seriously i didn't know i didn't know just like how i didn't know we had started dating like surprise number two <laughs> he it was like we were both a little drunk and we were leaving say uh cinco de mayo um obviously five years ago um 
I have a lot of guy friends and I kept for, I didn't know how to introduce Brian. So I would just kind of forget to introduce him <laughs> and he'd be like, Oh yeah, that's my friend, Brian. And at, after, at the end of the night, he was so pissed that he like, we were walking home and I'm like, why are you so mad? And he's like, because I'm your boyfriend. Ah! And I'm like, since when? Like you never asked me to be your girlfriend. I am basically, I'm just shocked. Oh, <laughs> Brian just wrote to me and said, May 5th is after the 8th of April. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to that on that one. <laughs> so, so by Cinco de Mayo, we were already together for almost an entire month, guys. <laughs> okay? I drop-kicked a pizza for a reason. He literally drop-kicked it, and people were just like, oh, they're breaking up tonight. Today is the last <laughs> night they're sucker. together. We staying together. Yeah. I literally would have given anything to see you boot a pizza across the way. I was so sad because it was Lazy Moon Lazy pizza Moon, too. Yeah, that's a shame. That is shame. 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 <laughs> shame. Um, okay, Brandon, who said I, I love you first? Uh, I think actually we pretty much said it together. We um, said it. One, two, three, go. <laughs> like, honestly, it was quiet like that, but it wasn't far off. <laughs> honestly, it was more like that. <laughs> okay, so you want to, so it's kind of funny, but Brian was talking about like impending doom and needing to get off his chest, like what he was feeling because he could die. Our situation happened during a hurricane. And you want to talk about feeling stressed out. Our first place together was an older apartment. And before we officially moved in, we had to secure that thing from a Category 4 hurricane that was coming. No, it was 5, wasn't it? It teeter-tottered, like 4 or 5. Point of the matter being, the apartment could not handle that kind of storm. Because you guys are on the top floor, right? Right. Yeah, we were on the third floor. So if the roof blew off, we were SOL. If a window blew out, we were SOL. And these windows were back from when it was the built 70s. back in the 60s, 70s. Yeah. yeah. So original windows. So I think literally talking about impending doom, I think the anxiety from the storm kind of just brought all the feels out in one night and we ended up saying i love you to each other right before we went to bed right before we went to bed because yeah. exhausted like yeah. it would we were just we had just like stayed up so long trying to prepare like several days preparing and like finally the storm was about to hit and like we were just finally about to catch some sleep and oh my god it was like the titanic yeah wow. it really was like <laughs> Oh he was my jack like i couldn't let him just go like the titanic <laughs> exactly. they didn't know they might have been going down i don't know she would have saved herself and i would have been all the way at the bottom i mean Maisie was stressed because that was before Curtis. i mean it was stressful because i thought there wasn't going to be an apartment to go home to anymore and brandon just like handled everything that week like he was just like okay like don't worry we'll come up with a game plan like we'll figure this out. And like, we just tackled it as a team. And then when we, you know, finally decided to hunker down for the storm, like 
we cooked a big old why did we cook so much rice oh my god we cooked <laughs> enough we <laughs> we cooked enough rice to literally feed a village because we were like okay if we run out of if power goes out like we need to eat so we and must have rice made, is good <laughs> we yeah, must right. have made like six cups of rice like <laughs> they didn't go to waste it, no <laughs> no it did not did you guys end up losing power uh, yeah, we did. For at, like a day. at his apartment, we did. Actually, come to find out, like we went to um, the better apartment because obviously it was newer. But come to find out, our the old apartment was on the power grid for the hospital, so it didn't lose power at all. <laughs> nice. I think it lost power for like thirty like minutes. Like thirty minutes, and then it was up and running, and then we were Gucci. Nice. So. Um. Okay, Ryan. I want you to tell me, and Allie's already blushing, and I'm so excited what the answer is. What is one quirk that you love and one quirk that you hate about your significant strong? Okay, let me correct. Strongly dislike about your significant other. Um. Choose your words wisely. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually the um it's the same answer to both. It's definitely the same answer to both. She I love the fact that she is very emotional and passionate because when she's happy about something, you can tell, you see it a hundred percent, she lets it out, she can't contain it. It's fantastic, it makes Good day is great. It makes small occasions even bigger. But I also dislike it strongly because sometimes molehills turn into mountains when it comes to problems. Um, she can become very emotional in a negative sense as well. So it's, it's in both manners. I love that she's passionate and I love that she feels with everything that she has because it goes both ways. Right. Yeah. So I, I would say that's that's a part of her personality that I, I, I love and I battle and uh, feel iffy about sometimes. Brandon, same question goes for you. Well, um, I love that I can always count on Nat to be there and she has my back 110% um, all the time. Um, and I truly depend on her. I, I mean, she's she's my right-hand woman. As I'm sitting to the left right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, hate or strongly dislike. Natalie, when it comes to the house, um, the, the cleaning and the cooking, very lack. Like, uh, definitely, definitely wish... She would maybe step that up a little bit, but. <laughs> so I want to defend myself really quick here. Bold. So I will agree, but I mentioned in episode seven that Brandon and I enable uh, ourselves to be lazy. Like that is a huge flaw on our part. We know that. If homeboy's dish is left in the living room, or if homeboy's dish is left on the nightstand, I'm not picking it up. And on top of that, if there's dirty wrappers inside said dish, you best believe I'm not picking it up. 
because that's a double dirty dish and I am not touching that shit with a 10 foot pole. Did you say rappers? <laughs> rappers. Rappers? As, Can as we in, get into rappers for a second? Oh, oh. Do you, you guys ever wait. unwrap a piece of gum before in your life, right? You guys oh, have? Oh, oh yeah. yes. What, what, what do you guys do with the, the wrapper? Well, Brandon leaves them in his pocket and then I find them every single time I wash the clothes because they all fall out in the washing machine. But what do you, what do, you do with your wrapper? I throw them away. Crazy. I know, right? Oh, let's, let's continue this, Brian. Hold on. We're just going to ignore these two for a second. You want it maybe an only child thing? <laughs> it might be. Hey, literally. Oh, my God. Maybe. Adelie, she's, she's laid multiple wrappers on the counter above the place where the trash can is. Above, literally there. You can, she could have accidentally knocked them off the counter into the trash can, but she didn't go with that step. I feel like I'm in the fucking twilight zone right now because this is literally wrappers. This is water bottles. This is straws. just food, straws. Like, Brandon, it's not even a foot away from the trash can. And he leaves I literally it. set a cup on the counter right above the trash can last night. It wanna, takes more effort to ignore it. I want to just, like, drop kick him when I see it. I'm like, it's not even a foot like you're there. You just ha- and and here's the kicker. It's an automatic trash can. It opens. <laughs> Ours isn't. You just have to. Oh. You have to just wave your hand and it opens. Like it's mindless. Like it takes zero effort. Like at all. God okay. You gotta raise the lid on a fucking trash can. Okay, I'm basically over this whole only child bashing. So let's move to um, a few listener questions. I can't even. So, that was a similar issue. Like my mind is blown. Continue. The first one, um, would you rather be a reverse centaur or a reverse merman? <laughs> the reverse. Reverse, reverse. Reverse, reverse. Everybody clap your hands. Okay, everybody stop. Seriously, Brandon, what would you want to be, a reverse centaur or a reverse merman i mean i I guess i'm confused on this one Um, oh we were too (laughs) so is this uh the the top half horse and the bottom half man oh we were okay yes i just want to say that before brandon gives his answer i was dying laughing at this question because literally all Allie and i could reference this back to was harry potter (laughs) yeah because those are the only centaurs i know personally Uh, i i mean maybe I don't know because uh, I'd definitely rather the bottom half be horse um, than uh, the top half. Uh, let's go with uh, reverse centaur. You want to be a reverse centaur? Yeah. Okay, Brian. Par. Centaur? I, I just have more questions. I know. Right. We did too. Like, does reverse mean just turn around? Because Allie was like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, stop it. No. Natalie goes, but like, wouldn't it be? And I was just like, no, Natalie, like, because she's like, everyone knows what a centaur is. Like, it's just a centaur. And I'm like, so why would it be reverse? Would it just be instead of facing the right, it'd be facing the left? And then I was like, and then I was like, well, I can't be a merman because then I would just be swimming around in circles. Like nothing would be different to the merman. (laughs) Yeah, because like if, if you're the merman, like, do you just have like 
is like half your torso, like from your hips up, is it just a fish, like a fish head, a fish and then you man. have like like dude legs, well, or do you look like Shape of Water? Do you look like the ooh, like ooh, oh, Black Lagoon? Oh, no, so all I can think about is like the Reverse Merman. There's this guy in Halloween Town <laughs> that is Fish Man, and he is just a fish with feet. It's very unfortunate. It is. There's nothing. I'm sorry, Fish Man. I'll take the horse. Um, the centaur for, for several reasons that I won't mention. Um, who's for hands? Big jacked upper body. You know, you have a little, a little smaller lower body. You actually look like a couple guys I know. So <laughs> neck, upper body, and hooves for hands. Shay, thanks, Kirk, for the question, but we might need more clarification. Um, okay, the next question I have one for um Brian from Nikki she says yo Brian I've been back in America for almost three years now why haven't I met Allie yet oh 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 okay we're out of this conversation right yeah, now. I Nikki I don't know let's let's make it happen though um yeah for sure I'm I'm always down for it I haven't met your husband yet either so all right Brandon when did you know Natalie was the one? And that one's from Tracy. Uh, whatever, Tracy. Whatever, Tracy. Um, that would be when I met the dog. Um, oh, my God. I, I, when I met Maisie, I fell in love instantly. You know, you it's said that I love, it, love at first sight. I have to disagree with that. Oh um, when I met Maisie, it was love at first sight. And I realized that I just honestly, I couldn't, I could not leave this dog with her alone. <laughs> So like, this dog needs a daddy. This, exactly. <laughs> I do not want this dog to be raised without a dad in her life. So it would have changed her for sure. It would have changed her for sure. I'm uh, I'm prime right now because I literally can't even. And if anyone <laughs> is a math nerd, you get that joke. So. No, honestly speaking, um, truly, I mean, I know Nats, but honestly, hanging out with her every single day and then truly when we started dating it was during sports time so being able to watch football games nonstop and she get more into it than half the guys I know I was like okay this is probably one of the biggest turn-ons I've ever seen <laughs> and I mean it was it was awesome I mean truly probably every Saturday that I hung out with her I kept falling more and more in love so mm. that's probably the reason Oh. I know it gets me going too. I'm like, yeah, Nat, yell at that TV girl. <laughs> so we went to. I know what a first down is. <laughs> well, it's, it's after the zero down. Okay. We went to a Florida Georgia game like the first year that we started dating, and I was dressed in like this super cute dress. I had like you know my hair done, my makeup done because obviously we were in like the three month realm of dating, so I still had to look like desirable and so i looked super cute going to this game and we were sitting in a section mixed with gator fans and georgia bulldog fans and there were these two georgia bulldog fans behind us this super cute couple and the wife was like a southern belle gorgeous her hair done her outfit done everything while she was cheering like very delicately i was oh, cheering boy. like what the fuck are we doing, Florida? <laughs> you need to move the ball. Like, get get the different quarterback in there. And she literally tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, oh, my goodness, sweet girl. Like, I, 
I was just so surprised. You look so delicate. Like, I didn't expect you to be cheering like that. And I'm like, well, honey, it's a football game. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to rip this dress off and show you, like, what I'm working with down here. I'm ready for yeah. this game. Put you just, you just don't respond and just headbutt her. And you're just like, <laughs> boom. She was really nice. You can talk to me. Oh, God. Okay. Next question. Um, this one's from Tracy to you, Brian. Um, what was the last picture you sent to Allie? <laughs> it was a picture of our microwave that was shooting lightning bolts in it. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Not going to say it didn't scare the hell out of me. Sparks. Tracy Sparks was- flying. Tracy was fishing for something on there, but not today, Tracy. Sorry, Tracy. May, maybe next time. <laughs> Just use your imagination, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to see the actual picture, I will send it to you. It's literally a blown up microwave. Yeah, Allie texted it to me and I was like, what the hell am I looking at right now? That's, that's what kids call it nowadays. You want to um, see my blown up microwave? I'm done. Y'all are so weird. Okay. Bing. So, Brandon, what do you think Natalie is talented at? I can't say that on the podcast. Oh. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I was like, I'm trying to think about what I'm talented at. I almost screamed. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, she here lately, she's been really talented with these cups that she's making and the the tumblers and the craft projects that she's come up with she's been very very talented at that and has truly excelled in that that's awesome what about if you need a nice tumbler uh reach out to us and natalie will get things started for you official business coming soon in the works so stay tuned but what about you brian what do you think ali is the most talented at what is she the most talented at? She's got a lot of talents, actually. She's a very talented girl, um, woman, excuse me. That's okay. I'm a girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're both, I guess. Good point. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a chicken. A woman, girl. <laughs> um, what is she the most talented I'm, I'm just trying to give you the most appropriate answer here. You can say whatever you want. She's talented in a sense of she's very determined, I guess. Is that is that is that a talent to no. be very persistent? No, yeah, I mean, no, no that's, that's definitely because t- honestly, not everyone has that quality. So, I don't. This is kind of a weird question. What the hell is a talent? She can play the flute, guys. She's talented. She's musically <laughs> inclined. That's a flute talent. And piccolo. You're welcome. I mean, like she can get on. You can, she can get on your nerve at the drop of a hat, right? I don't know. What's a talent? You know, to interpretation. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it like that because I can't yeah. think of anything else. Ellie's musically inclined. That's her talent. So um, if you guys like my answer. I like it. Okay. The last question. This one's towards Brian. Please. We had a plethora of questions of this exact question come through. Oh. You know, I'm going to let Natalie ask. I was going to say, do you want me to ask you? Because it's like, it's, a little, it's a little yeah. aggressive. It all, it all came to my personal uh, <clears throat> Instagram. So, but that's why I was going to bring it up. But Natalie, please. All right, Brian, the moment of truth. When are you proposing to Allie? Ooh, funny you should ask because 
Uh, I would have literally shit my if it, was, if it was right now, I would be like, are you kidding me? I, I would have shit my literal pants if that happened. Me too. Because I would be pissed. Yeah, no, I know better than that. Um, <laughs> I've, I've known how the engagement's going to happen. I've known that sort of stuff like that for a while. It's just with me working out of town, if you guys have listened to past episodes, you know that I work out of town throughout mm-hmm. the week. Um, that's, that's really the, the biggest holdup. Um, we've got some things in the mix now that should be bringing me home a lot sooner. Um, marriage is the plan. Engagement is, is the, the, the plan. Marriage is a hundred percent the destination. It's just been a matter of me being here. So, um, before, before this year is over, um, this girl will have a ring on her finger and we are going to be planning our wedding. Yeah. I'm not going to get emotional, but I'm getting really emotional. I just want to go on the slightest of rants because I'm so happy for you guys, but I'm going to go on a rant for like a hot second. And this might be something that's for another episode, but like everybody's time is different. Like just because social media and the way things pan out online, the way things pan out for other people in their lives does not mean that that time frame applies to everyone. And marriage, marriage is not like a fucking joke. Like it's not like you can't rush into that. Like you, and here's the thing. Some people do and it works out and that's great, but that's not the case for everyone. And they have to take things at their own time. Like, you know, I know it's been really hard with you guys with the distance and, you know, traveling and working and being apart from one another, but it's not for nothing. You know, it's not for nothing. And when it's the right time, it'll be the right time. And it'll be equally as special at that moment as it would have been in prior moments, because it's not about when it happens. It's about what's happening and you guys committing to one another. So for sure. It's, it's a social construct. It's another social construct. It's, it's, it's a societal demand that's getting placed on you. It's another set of expectations. Here's what I got to be able to do. I got to, we have to be able to, to take care of each other emotionally, financially, physically, vice versa. We have to be able to do those sort of things like that. And I have to be here, mm-hmm. you know, and ju- just because, you know, this person got married after a year and now everything's fantastic for them. These people might've gotten married a little bit early and things worked out. I, I just want to give us the best chance to be the most successful in our marriage and our lives together. And I'm going to be stubborn and I'm going to do it at when I think is the right time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows this, you know, that like has a traveling partner or a partner that is stationed somewhere else, but being alone sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, And being alone and engaged to me personally, double sucks. Mm -hmm. So um, we agreed that like we wouldn't move forward until Brian was home. Yeah. Um, and this is in no way to make somebody feel bad about reaching out to me or to Brian. And, you know, obviously friends mean, they don't mean it in a negative way of yeah. asking when you guys going to get married, Doesn't when are you guys going to get engaged? Da, 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 da. Like it's, we know you mean it in a good way. Yeah. Um, but like it'll happen. I mean, you will know when it happens. I'm going to blow up everybody's social media on and, that day. And I get it. Some guys need to be asked. Some guys need to be asked that because I, I've known plenty of people that have been in relationships for 10 years and then they finally get married and it's like, what, what were you waiting for this whole time? It's like, oh, I guess I just didn't really think about it. Like, 
Some people need to hear it. So I, I get it. But I mean, hold on. I'm going to ask you this because I told the podcast this that I knew that I was going to marry you before I think I even knew what your last name was. Hmm. Truly. Because I sent a picture of you to my mom. You're right. And I go, hey, this is my future husband. Um, and we've talked about, like, there's never been a doubt, I think, from pretty early on that we were not going to, we were going to be together. Right? Please answer this accordingly so I don't sound like a crazy person. Yeah, no, like I, I was quite confident for the longest time. Um, or early on, a lot of things just clicked with us, kind of like how you were saying about yourself with Brandon. You know, mm-hmm. things kind of just fell into place. Things mm-hmm. were natural. Um, it, was, it was working without work. Yeah, you know? it's easy. Like, it's, I mean, well, let me rephrase. A relation, and I posted this on my Instagram yesterday. Like, it would be really ignorant on my part to say that a relationship is easy. Like, and I just said it, that's an ignorant statement. It's not easy. It takes work, it takes compromise. You know, Brian and I, we get under each other's skin all the time, but it's because we're also pushing each other to be better all the time. You know, if, if he agreed with me on everything, I would just be like, well, dang, you don't have an opinion on something to like do this better, to like make me better, you know, like, that's what the same thing the other is, is supposed to do, you know? And I, and, but you do bring up a good point. Like I told Brandon really early on, if within like two at most three years, like you don't know, like you don't know that you want to be with me for the long game, then mm-hmm. you gotta let me go. Like you got to. Because fact of the matter is, like, I was in a relationship for four years, four years with someone that I thought I was going to get married to and start a family with and a life with and everything. And then he ended up cheating on me and we broke up. And that's like four years in my life. Like, I won't ever get back, you know? And that sounds like really selfish, but it's a warranted statement to be selfish because, like, that was a key peak moment in my life Mm -hmm. and um four years to be with someone dedicated to them and have you know opportunities to meet other people um pass those up and then just for it to end like that like that's really hard so you have to so much cooler huh i found someone so much cooler i did i mean you know (laughs) there's always a plan in place i'm a firm believer of that and you know our relationship is a testament to that because honestly, I didn't think I was going to meet someone else after my ex and I broke up. Not anyone that, you know, I could trust fully and, you know, be myself with fully. And here we are. We're a couple months out from getting married now. So Yay. maybe another topic for a different show, but I, I think I kind of feel like <clears throat> with there being 7 billion people in this world that there are different levels to how right people are for you. You might find somebody who's kind of right for you, but somewhere else in the world, there might be somebody who's an even better match. And it's about finding that one that really does balance you. Yet this person over here might be a match for me, but this one over here isn't even better. And they compliment me better. Mm -hmm. It's like an SAT question. That's like B is right, but like C is more right. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) I've had a couple right ones, but I found my most right one. Yeah. She's the A team. I'm the correct SAT answer. 1500. (laughs) Absolutely. So you guys, I think we're going to wrap it, wrap it up today's show. Cause first of all, this has probably been one of 
the funniest conversations I think we've ever had. And like, we've had a lot of funny conversations in our relationship as friends, but this has been fantastic. But Allie, as always, where can people find us? Because we're all about community and building relationships, not only with each other, but with everybody that tunes in to us that's new um, friends to us or old friends. We just want to keep building a community and connecting with people. So where can they find us? So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at My Not So Balanced Life. And did I say Facebook? Yes. Okay. Wow. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or through our website, which is My Not So Balanced Life Podcast at podbean.com. You can direct message us on our podcast uh, for an Instagram, or you can message us privately. Mine is, my handle is unapologetically Allie. Natalie's is. It's just me dot Natalie. And if you have any inclination to reaching out to Brian or Brandon, Brian Pandle is I underscore B underscore Gonzo 51. And Brandon's is. Hold on. <laughs> He's looking it up. Malcolm. Hold on. <laughs> it's J Malcolm 1900. There you go. So as always, guys, reach out to us. If you need someone in your corner, if you need advice. I mean, I don't know how good my advice could be, but I'm here to listen. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can reach out to any of us. We'll be in your corner. We'll be that accountability partner and make sure you're drinking water. We have a water tracker out there so you can tag us. You can hashtag not so balanced sips. You can tag us personally, whatever floats your boat. You can use the tracker. You cannot. It's whatever you want. We just want to continue building a community that just empowers you to be better. Yeah. Now, absolutely. Anything? Nope. You hit the nail right on the head, but we love you guys. We appreciate you listening and continuing to support us in this journey mm-hmm. and our, in our future endeavors with this podcast. And like Ali said, reach out to us at any time. We love to hear from you and uh, you know, we might take a day or two to reply back, but we will reply back because we really care to connect with you guys. So But definitely stay tuned to our next episodes premiering every Tuesday. And we can't wait to chat with you guys soon. Thanks for having us on. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.